0: Welcome to the Foot This, Foot That podcast, with your hosts Biggie and Small Z. Hello again, welcome back, episode two, part two, uh, we're going to jump into some more transfer talk, we obviously heavily based on Man U to start off with. Yeah, apologies for that. Yeah, sorry about that, it's people that don't like I think even Man United fans might want an apology for that, to be fair though we did we did uh, realise that Martinez is going to be literally spunking in socks at Manuel if he does go there so yeah. uh, I think we're probably going to move on a little bit now and talk about Lukaku uh, Biggie where do you stand on Lukaku and what, what Chelsea have lost in terms of the 97 million that have just absolutely <laughs> pissed <laughs> out the tree well we said in my last one didn't we Pogba business was, was uh, absolutely terrible business and um just when you think it can't get any worse, it does, doesn't it? You look at Lukaku and you think, well, how much have they bought him in for uh, last season? Was it 90, 100 million? Yeah, it was around 91 it, it, at the very least. So, yeah. I so mean, that's, there's, there's, that's 200, a lot there's 200 mil sat there, isn't there in, in a player that they've had twice. Do you yeah. know what? Lukaku as well. I, I do like him. On his day, he's brilliant. I mean... Can you remember him at the Euros with Belgium? He was he was unplayable, wasn't he? He's big, he's powerful, he's strong. Ever since he got his diet right at Inter, he's, he's looked a much better player. And United, Man uh, United, they should be looking in the mirror, thinking. Buddy, why didn't we get that out of him? Because when he went to Inter Milan, he, didn't he lose some like five kilos within the first month or so? Because they didn't re, they didn't identify. A food intolerance with him, so right. once um, once in Milan dre- address that straight away, probably day one because we're on it, and they actually know to manage players and look yeah, after. Yeah, they, they didn't recognise that he loves a pie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a food intolerance. The cool. guy just loves a steak bake. Lukaku, <laughs> fucking get out of Gregson! Get all, get yeah, all it was is the, they don't have Greggs in Italy, yeah, do yeah. they? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you imagine roaming around Milan and going, "Excuse me, have you got a festive bait I don't know what a festive I'm um, looking for a sausage and uh, bean. No, I've pasta. got some mozzarella and pasta. <laughs> pasta, pesto. Yeah, no, just want to stay back. Do you know where the nearest Gregg's is? What's Gregg's? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to Chelsea. Because <laughs> there's a Gregg's on every corner in London. <laughs> exactly. So we, we've obviously established why you went back to Chelsea. Uh, nothing to do with the football side of things. But look, paid a lot of money for him didn't they well, yeah. it was a big risk I, I still feel even at the time i thought it was a big risk you know 97 million, i didn't think it was i, I thought <laughs> they were really bringing in a player that's just reached for prime and he's just it not happened he's he, they're never getting that back are they either they're not even going to get a morsel of that back i mean obviously he's gone to back to winterland he's on loan yeah um, so maybe they've covered his wages for the next year uh, probably best-case scenario, he's probably on upwards of 350k, he? You know what's going to happen now, though? He's going to have an absolute storming, storming season. For I, the think Milan, I think even if he does, though, he, they're still not really You know, I think the best-case scenario that the Chelsea fan or a Chelsea business owner can wish for now is that he goes to Inter Milan, he bangs 23, 40 goals in, and they take £50 million for him. Do you know what I mean? That is your best-case scenario. Would it's you just, not take him back if he oh, did that? Oh, God, I, <clears> I couldn't imagine... it. E- Going through that again. I mean, to be fair, Tooshal he's not really had the best out of strikers, has he? No, I think Havertz has been their best striker. you know she, what? People J- even played there. Chelsea have been cursed with strikers for the last few years. We have not had a Diego Costa did well. And there was a period where they had Fernando Torres where he was playing really well. But again, they brought him in and he, he didn't do the job that he was brought in for Torres. He, he just wasn't consistent enough. Drogba left an absolute gaping hole, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, which left. which I thought Lukaku could have filled as well. Very similar players. Yeah, very similar. But just but just Drogba was just like unbelievable. I mean, he, he had He's a god there, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I think it goes Lampard, Terry... And then Drogba's right behind him. Yeah, in a, yeah, he's, he's definitely up there. He's got to be. Um, probably we'll probably be followed closely by Michael Ballack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh but yeah, so Lukaku, uh what another waste of money. Wow. i uh, how do Chelsea sort of recoup from that? Uh, do well, you think they need a new striker now or are they going gonna... Ronaldo goes, yeah. Um, for me, Havertz isn't a striker. He, he plays just behind the striker. And uh, that puts Mason Mount in a bit of a dilemma oh, because I think we <laughs> talk about this fucking. <laughs> no, 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 hear me out on this one. I, I think Havertz is a better player than Mount. So what happens there? Unless we're playing Havertz as the, the centre forward. For me, m Mam's gonna have to look at going a little bit further back because I can't see him playing back out to yeah. <laughs> I can't see him playing out wide. Um, but at the same time, Chelsea's wide players haven't done it, have they? They brought in that ZH from Ajax, It who's not done it. Brought in Pulisic, who's shown glimpses but not done it. injury, injury prone, isn't he? Yeah. Seems to be injury prone. Who else have they got out wide? Well, the Callum Hudson-Odoi, obviously... Yeah. was not consistent enough. But didn't he go, did not he go out on loan last year? Did he even yeah, play at he Chelsea did. last year? I think it was a year before he went on loan. He stayed at Chelsea this season, didn't he? But he never really got a chance. He was tipped to like be the next best thing for England as well, wasn't he, yeah. at, at one point? And, uh, I mean, getting again, fallen by the wayside. So mm. Not really get a lot out of Chelsea in terms of attacking, do they? But what I think what they've lacked attacking-wise this year, mm. made up for defensively, which we're going to touch on, Rudiger we? Yeah. What a loss. Why? Right, <laughs> it is a loss. I uh, for me, Rudiger is an elite centre back. He's right up there. Um, if you look at his form last season, now we he played, he's probably, he's probably in the top five centre backs in the world. I I probably say that comfortably actually. And it again, I, I touched on it in episode one, but what terrible business that is letting him go to Real Madrid for free. Give him the contract that he wants. Um replacing him. They look they're looking at Delict at the moment, uh, uh Juventus, young kid, uh captain material leader, probably be a perfect replacement for Thiago Silva to be fair. But um sixty nine million is the price we're looking at for Delict. Now you've you've let a better centre back go in Rudiger for nothing. And he he left because you weren't offering the money. Now don't get me wrong. There's probably a little bit in the back of his mind going, "I'd love to play for Real Madrid." And I get that. Most and maybe it was his wish. But again, offering the contract, you you spunking out sixty nine million to replace him. What, where is the business sense there? You you're a football club with an elite player. Tie him down. Don't leave it till last minute. I'd I'd be offering a contract two years ago. Um. I, I, yeah. What's your view on that? Because it. It annoys me to be fair. I just think again what what sort what worries me, and it does worry me, is that Do you think Rudig is elite? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I totally agree with you. Top five, if not top three centre backs last year. Yeah. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Who's it, it better than him? Van Dijk? Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe that he has at uh... Ben White. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely Van Van Dijk, hundred percent. Again, last year, probably not anybody else. Nah, um, I'd have probably said Rudiger. He's probably number two for me. Yeah, though. maybe Dan Byrne at Newcastle just because oh, he's God. about six foot f- twelve or something. I he's massive. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what does worry me though, and it is a concern of mine. Obviously, Chelsea brought in Thiago Silva, and we look at Manuel when we spoke about the brought in Ronaldo. He's done with, really well there. With, mm. with teams bringing in these older players, is that a testament to say that we're getting more out of players now so that they can c- carry on until they're older? Or is that a negative to say that our grassroots is failing massively and we aren't bringing enough youthful talent up and through? That's I mean, point, yeah. you look point. You look at Chelsea of old, John Terry, mm. brought up through the ranks, absolutely phenomenal defender. Because we haven't got that now... Obviously now Chelsea are looking at they've let an elite defender go in Rudiger they're bringing in it a looks little... like that Christians going Christiansen's going as well so again not elite but a good player good, good player. squad player good squad yeah. player again is it is it a failing on our part I mean I looked at it, it was Burnley last year and look Burnley obviously went down their own failings God I hate Burnley and they're boring they're a boring side but there was a kid who played centre back for him called Collins. And for me, he looks as though he's going to be one of the next better centre-backs. I'd like to see, especially in the Premier League, teams going into the Championship and picking some of the Championship players out. What we seem to be having as a feeling now is our number one source of getting players is to go straight abroad and pick up what has maybe worked abroad. But we've got proof, we've got evidence sat in front of us that when you go abroad, it doesn't always work. Yeah, it's a risk. It's a total risk yeah. because the Premier League is is of its own, and this the second best to the Premier League. And I think we can sort of agree, not in terms of maybe quality of football and Champions League, etc., but to get your grassroots and play like the Premier League, is going to be the championship, isn't it? Yeah. You don't see enough teams going from the Premiership now to the Championship and bringing through our young young lads. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? Without that, I think there's a really big uh, jumping class of ability from the Premier League to the the Championship. I think Ben White would beg to differ with you. (laughs) God, you love Ben White. What I'll touch on there, you made a really good point, to be fair. Uh, Longevity in players' careers. Um, And you're saying... You're saying it's maybe holding a few people back and questioning why they're staying in the team. I think it's got a lot to do with strength and conditioning and um, the the progress that's been made over the years in um, recommendations made to players, diets, training. It's got a lot better than it was uh, in the past. And I think that's why we're seeing some of these elite players that really do take the job seriously, like your Ronaldo's, Thiago you know, They are dedicated to the craft. They love the ju- they love the sport. And um, look at James Milner. Um, I think it's been how many years has he been at Liverpool now? Oh, quite a while, isn't, yeah. isn't it? And even I don't before know that, you... he's always played Premier League football. Hasn't so he? I I read yesterday that James Milner. I think it's the eleventh year in a row. Might be wrong on that, but uh, he he has finished top of the lactic acid uh, challenge that they do the test they do pre season. Um, which is testament to his fitness, because I think he's thirty six or thirty seven now, and he's going out, coming out with better results than these young players. Yeah, I mean, if if that was happening ten years ago, you wouldn't believe it, would you? You'd say it's not possible. But yeah, and I mean, look, sort of ten years ago, you touched on it there. Thirty five was retirement, wasn't it? Oh, you're you edging yeah. towards it. Is thirty five, oh, now the new thirty. He was in a box, uh, commentating on games. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Neville sort of went into comment commentary at thirty five, didn't he? I think, so I think players are they're not breaking through until a bit a bit later now as well because of that because the current players uh, the longevity is a bit longer. Before you used to see players breaking out at twenty two, twenty three. Now, you a pr- a proper established player, they're not breaking out until I'd say twenty five. Yeah, and I mean you look at some of the young players the young young players. I mean, there's a lot of talk about Job Bellingham, not Jude Job mm. Bellingham at the moment. I mean, I think he's 16. That's confusing, isn't it? Imagine it, being the parent, shall we? Joe! Uh, yeah. Joe! I yeah. mean, yeah. which one is it? Your tea's ready! This kid's 16, and you know, he probably hasn't even got pubes yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we're talking about him potentially being the next Manuel centre midfielder or some, somebody elite centre midfielder. It, do we sort of force them through a bit too quick? Are, are we? Uh, That's how you test them, though And you 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 gauge it and see whether they're capable. But it or... used to be a like routine, way, didn't they? Wayne Rooney he proved himself straight away. That's why you've got to test them. Yeah, but you look at the sort of the, the how, many pe- be, how many people were missed from not testing them? That's what I'd be sure. But Rooney was a Rooney. I af- af- was a, a, freak. a It was built. It was built like a brick shit house. 16, a, wasn't he was 16 was weren't he? He was a freak. You he? know what I mean? Yeah. Can you imagine him sat a street corner with a pack of thugs coming. Yeah, it was. Yeah, an absolute. Uh, probably was to be fair I think he was yeah, yeah. I think he probably still is yeah. um, but I think he was an exception and I think a lot of teams have followed that exception but some of these young people probably aren't ready for that jump yet and there used to be a sort of routine that you'd follow wouldn't they? so you would maybe start your career and you would start playing at i don't know manu at maybe 15 but then you'd go out and learn to preston or bury or one of the other mm. bit of shit of areas of manchester wouldn't you and yeah. you'd find your trade there i think beckham did it didn't he what, He went to he, preston is he a good part of manchester <laughs> Not that I, know <laughs> of. But I think beckham did it he went to preston didn't he for a little bit and then he came back and he, he obviously that's where he broke into Manuel's first team and off he went that that don't seem to be the the sort of mentality anymore does it this sort of you win you the first team and that's it up you go i think i think teams get really excited by youth talent and the the premature, do you think Do you think yeah, the premature, premature ejaculating yeah. over the talent yeah I do yeah but um can you blame them you know you've invested heavily in, into a youth setup and you've got someone coming through showing real promise um You'd want to give him a go. I'd be proud of it. It's basically like a kid for a minute. Yeah, but you I just imagine your think... your kid on park and he's he's just gone to a new team and he's a star player. You'd be proud, wouldn't you? You'd be shouting. You you want him to have every opportunity he could. You would. but you brought him up. I think that there's a there must be sort of some sort of routine team where they have to There should be really where they have to play so many reserve games first before they break into the. First nah, team. I don't believe in that. I just I just think that if you're good enough, you're good enough for them. Yeah, but then. You know, just look at like other what you're saying would ground people more. You probably get you probably get a better attitude. That's it. That's probably why you get like so many of these young. They do get. Though. They do get too much too quick. Yeah, it's you go. They go from a jump, don't they? Of like mm-hmm. not earning any money whatsoever, and some eighteen-year-old footballers now run on fifty, sixty. Grand. There should be a should be a cap, I think, for youth players just everywhere. You know, so it can't get out of hand. Just just to just a ground them to... because notoriously, what happens is you don't pay a youth player the money they want and they'll go somewhere else and they'll double the wages and the wages are that low anyway, it means it means nothing. Because to, to touching the back Biden, on your it? likes of like Rashford, for example, mm-hmm. you know, he obviously came up through the youth system, manual, born and bred. He's come up through the youth system, he's had his chance, hit stardom, didn't he? Yeah. He's he's at the he, he probably at the peak of what you would call a graph, wouldn't you? Mm. Because it hasn't worked now, are we ever gonna see that Rashford again? Because he's, he's maybe been brought up. Would you not rather see a steady rise to that peak and then he maintains that peak for a few years? Or do you think it's... I mean, there's only really Foden who would probably... It's, the, is, is it's broke it, that it, barrier. It could be different for every player, though, wouldn't it? Don't yeah. you think? Because some players, they mature a lot faster and some players peak a lot faster. And Then injuries come into it as well and form... Some people just struggle to get form back as well, don't they? Is that a sign they're not good enough? Is it a mental thing? What I mean, what do you think with that? I think there is, I think there is a lot of players that are mentally weak now. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's a generational thing. But it's be, probably because as well, they don't get the life experience, do they? You think, you know, you, you qualify as a footballer at 16, for example, mm-hmm. and they use the term qualify because it's all I can relate to in terms of my own skills, but you qualify as a footballer at 16 and you've been picked to play Arsenal, right? sixteen, where is your where's your life experience? Where have you been out with your mates to the club and, you know, got in a fight and got pissed up and had a a kebab at the end of the night? You know, your whole life has just been based around this condition of being fit, diet, etc, etc. Surely them life experiences make you as a person, don't they? So because they're not being given that opportunity, are we seeing the youth today maybe get to this 24-25 peak and drop and we, you know that's we've had the best out of them then they're going to just become fringe players is Rashford going to end up at fucking Wolves or somewhere like that nah, maybe th- still banging a goal in every every other couple of weeks or th- something I think we could talk about this all day so should we, should we uh, yeah, let's jump back onto, into transfers let's so, jump on we um we'll stay at Chelsea yeah stay at Chelsea should we go Sterling yeah, yeah let's go big ass 45 million Sterling Twenty-seven. I think that's a bargain. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Look at his records. His they, records good. Very good. Again, he's one of them players that has managed to maintain it isn't he? Yeah. Consistently. Yeah, he has. He's uh, never really had a really big dip either. No. So. He, he hasn't been given enough at City for my liking. Uh, I think he's better than Riyad uh, Admaris by by a country mile. I disagree. I, like um, I just think he offers a different a different side of that yeah. game. Do you know what I mean? And, I think a lot of the time, and what he's done, um, we touched on it last week, about England, but what he's done for England is obviously he has been Mr. Dependable, hasn't he? Well, you didn't have him in your England team. No, but I tried to mix things up because I didn't want to go safety self like you. But, uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, in I'll terms of to... I'll sing his praises now, but comes <laughs> to England, nah, you're not good enough, mate, not for me. I'd rather, mean... put, I'd rather put a right back in yours. <laughs> he has been dependable, he has scored goals for England. Yeah. In terms of him going to Chelsea, I think it's a... Brilliant bit of business for Chelsea. Yeah, I think it's exactly what they need. The price as well, forty-five million. If if I was Chelsea, I'd rather have Sterling than Neymar come in because again, we go back to tried and tested. we, yeah, we know what absolutely. Sterling will do in the Premier League. he's, he's a quality <laughs> player? Run like a girl. Do you know what? The, the stats for Sterling are, are unbelievable. When you compare him to, I think they're roughly the same as Sadio Mane. Now, people are saying, don't, don't get me wrong. If it's a 93rd minute of the game and a player's one-on-one with a goalkeeper to win the game, I'm picking Mane all day long because, again, we said it in episode one, Sterling can't finish his dinner, can he? (laughs) When when it counts, I've seen him miss so many big one-on-ones and I just don't get it. Like, surely that's not a big thing to improving your game, just finishing and composure. You just stay behind a little bit and practice it, but I, that's all that's the only criticism I've got for Sterling. I I love the way he plays. He just when he's through one goal, I'm never convinced he's gonna score. I always think the keeper's gonna save it or he's gonna miss. I think uh, uh, look, I like him, but I do think he is a bit of a one trick pony. He's just pace. He's just pace, isn't he? He's pure pace. Mm. Just pure just pure undeniable pace. But I think uh, Man- Against somebody who's faster than him. I think I mean, Man- I think managers are loving though because I think he just does what he's told to do. Yeah, yeah, very, very easy to go. Uh, so move on again. Let's have a look at Gabriel Jesus. What a signing that is for Arsenal yes. from my point of view. Uh, I don't think they could have really got a better striker for where they're at at the current. Add value for money and value for money because he is he is some signing and what a big loss that is to City from from my own. I know uh, Pep's obviously got Highland now. Uh, Do you know what? I'm so glad that Jesus has gone because he he needs to be in the limelight now. He needs to be that focal point. He's shown he can do it. Look at his um, goal-scoring record. I think all-time Premier League goal-scorers per minute, I think he's in the top five. That's unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely unbelievable. And... He's, he's just got something about him, and that little bit of Brazilian flair as well. Yeah, he's he's gonna be. He can it, finish as well, can't he? I fancy Arsenal to break that top four next year. I really do. I think they've got some. Good, I like, good I like the way they're setting up Arsenal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who else have they got? Have they brought in. They've got that uh, Fabio Vieira. Is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not really. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't really know much about no, him. I don't um, But again, looking at. Arteta in the way that he's sort of he's brought Martinelli in it really Ah, well hasn't he what a player he is unbelievable Um, and then obviously Ben Wyatt at the back (laughs) 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 uh, oh we need his Vamsdale to have a good haircut (laughs) Look, he get, he's out out out. <laughs> his, his crashing. <laughs> um, so yeah, any other transfers that you want to touch on while we're about or well, while, while we're, we're talking things? while we're talking about Jesus? I think it's um, I think it's really good we compare what Tottenham have done in signing Rich Allison oh, from yeah. Everton. Uh, Tottenham have paid sixty million uh, for Rich Allison. When Arsenal have paid, I believe around forty five million for Jesus. who's was a better player. I would 100% say Jesus, but it's, uh, Aaron, it's yeah. strictly down to, I really don't like the Charleston, the, and there's a reason behind this, and it's a reason that I want everybody to sort of think about, so, right, you get paid upwards of, probably Everton, he was maybe on 80k, shall we say, just a, just a rough estimate, I'd probably, say, more, probably say, more, say it probably yeah. more like 100, 100 and him. the kid plays like, he's been absolutely battered before a game, like, and when I have to say battered, like, smacked about. He's one of the most miserable motherfuckers I have ever seen play football. You're earning 100k to do something that potentially you love. How can you look that miserable on a football you pitch? You'd think it never happened, wouldn't you? Know. Yeah, you'd think, that, you know, you'd think that he had to do my job for a living, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Picking people's shit out of toilets and stuff like that. I was, he, w- I was wondering why he was wearing a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Covered them cuts up be a Premier <laughs> There shouldn't be a player in the Premier League who looks that miserable when they're playing. And... I touched back on Rafinha as well. He he was victim of it last year as well. Just why do you look that miserable? What is so bad about what you're doing, Richarlison? Then where do you think he fits in at Tottenham? I, do you know what? It's a strange signing for me. I think it's a weird signing. One. I I, don't, I just don't see it. Where do you think he goes? I mean, potentially, I think he can play off Kane. I think I think Conte is probably going to drop Kane a little bit deeper. Oh, do you and have Richarlison as a main man at top. I really do Do you think they think about selling Kane and that's why they brought him in? I can't see. I can't, I can't see where it, he's going to go now, yeah. Kane. And I, think I don't think I don't think he'll go abroad because I think he'll he'll be worried about how that might impact his England career. Uh, I can't see anybody else in the Premier League. Maybe needing t- Maybe. I needing see him. United going in for him. Yeah. Uh, if they lost Ronaldo, yeah. But does he go? They're not Champions League anymore. I don't. I don't think he does. I, I think. Mm. I think if you look at where they're, they're, at, they're at now, uh, Liverpool, but. <laughs> Again, they've just got they've too just, much they. signed, yeah. They've got Nunes, I yeah. and he was an expensive signing, weren't he? Yeah, 100 million. But you look at <laughs> Richarlison, really. I mean, I hope he don't do what potentially I think they could do and just play him out on the left because I don't think that's his position. He's wasted there, aren't Yeah, there. I think he would be wasted. But look, he needs to put a fucking smile on his face, first and foremost, do not he? Wherever he plays. Yeah. Um, 60 million is a lot of money for him, I think. For, yeah, for me, Arsenal have been. Top number. They've got a better player for a better price. Great bit of business for Lampard, though. Yeah, gotta say that. And yeah, sixty million for that. Yeah, he's he's done well there. He's squeezed every every nook and cranny out of that. He? The scary thing is um, for Everton now is if they lose Dominic Calvin, uh, Dominic Calvin Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. Yeah. yeah, struggling here, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, They're <laughs> to the, get the, that ball out of here. marbles here. Uh... <laughs> Too much time we're on, talking King's about Harry Kane. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's rumours that Newcastle are looking at him. Um, I could see him playing for Newcastle as well. So if I lose him as well, they're they're in shit street, there aren't they? I don't know. I, do think I think after that. I don't. I, think, think, I don't care. I'd cash in. Do you on the care about Everton? Uh, not really. No. But I'd ca- if I was if I was an Everton fan, I'd be thinking let's cash in on Lewin as well and use that money that we've got for both of them to maybe get some somebody else who's out there. You know, there's got to be. They have spent a lot of, of money though, aren't they? They've spent well, a they lot did, didn't they, previously? I mean, Deli Alley was a massive flop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he needs a good haircut as well, doesn't he, Deli Alley? What's a microphone? It looks like he's selling baggies on <laughs> Set <doesn't he>? Road <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I bet, I, bet he, I bet he goes around with a little Louis Vuitton bag, you know, <laughs> that, that's in, in front of his waist, like over his belly button or something. Yeah, I can see him with that. Everywhere he goes, what's in my bag? now? <laughs> uh, let's just touch on a few free transfers that are kicking about at the moment. Good. So, Good for it. there's a couple of guys who are sort of up for free at the moment. Uh, Jesse Lingard. Think he's still got something to offer somewhere? I think uh, if you're a mediocre Premier League team, uh, I think, yeah, take him. Take him on a free. He's going to want a lot of wages. I don't know quite how he deserves it just because he used to play for Man United and he's played a few games for England. But wherever he goes, he's going to end up with a good package because he's he's going to be a free transfer. And that's what happens, isn't it? Notoriously, you sign someone on a free, the wages... Bump right up, or I will get a big signing on fee. Like they'll pay him five million just for signing with them on a free. So uh, I could, There's rumors of him going to West Ham. I could see him there. I. I could see him at Newcastle. To be fair, I think he'd be really good signing for Newcastle. Playing just behind the striker or out wide. I think he's exactly the player Newcastle needs. The Newcastle richest club in the world, but they're not at the stage where they're going to attract the elite players at the moment. Now, if you look at what Man City did when they came into the money a few years ago, he, he fits the bill for the type of player that they'd attract at the moment and be able to bring in. And it's a real promising prospect for Dele... Uh, not Delhi Alley, bloody hell. One not touch him <laughs> with a five-foot barge pole. Uh, not a five-foot barge pole. Short, in it, for a barge pole? To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One not yeah. touch him with a javelin stick. A <laughs> <laughs> Martinez barge pole. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think Jesse Lingard would probably end up like you said, one of the fringe clubs. Uh, I, I think like, wherever he goes, he's going to offer a little bit, isn't he? Yeah. uh and he, pro- he proved it didn't he when he went to West Ham? To be fair to him, give him a bit of game time, and he's he's gonna he's gonna deliver. He'll do a job. Uh, I think. Other than that, though, I don't really think. Only other thing I wanted to touch on is a bit of Mo Salah. Obviously, signed a new contract at Liverpool, I know. Yeah. Uh, has he played Liverpool there a bit? I know there's a bit, a bit of talk he's, on He's played him, haven't he? Uh, but at the same time, if I'm Liverpool, why why the delay in giving him that contract? And um, I, I know they've got a wage structure and they're a business at the end of the day. They want to do things the right way. But you've come into a freak, a freak uh, period with Mo Salah where you've signed him, expecting him to do the business and he's completely exceeded it. And for me... He's probably on par with De Bruyne at the moment as the best player in the world. I think that's hard to disagree with. Um, and when, you, when you're when you at that level, you deserve whatever contract you want. Um, if Mo Salah wants half a million a, a week, I'd give him it if I was Liverpool. You can't risk losing him. He's still got a bit of age on his side. He's producing. He's getting you above 20 goals every single season, if not closer to 30, playing from right wing. He's not even a centre-forward. I uh, think I've, I've sort of read that the package they've drawn together for him is three hundred and fifty k. Now, obviously that's a lot of money to, mm. to me and you and any normal Joe. But in terms of the Premier League and what the players are on, I don't even think he's in the top ten. No, uh, I don't think that's he will unbelievable, be. unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, which, again, Liverpool... What a, th- what a bunch of tight-asses they well, have. <laughs> well, look how much money Liverpool have come into uh, recently. They've got to every single final last season, winning half of them. Um the amount of money and revenue that they've brought in from that, just give give a give man what he wants. Do not risk losing him. It's a massive pull factor for other transfers as well. If, like, the likes of your Darwin Nunes and your Luis Diaz that they've brought in recently, did they get them if Salah's not there? Maybe. I mean, Mane is not there now. W- would they have come? I mean, maybe there's, maybe there's a gap there that needs filling and they're licking the lips looking at it, but... Good players want to play with good players. Mm. They, they, they bring the best out of you. And it's obviously there's the old-fashioned saying, isn't there? You're only as good as the players around you. Yeah. And if you're surrounded by shit like Ronaldo has been, you're probably going to dip. Now, again, I think Ronaldo has done really well. He's maybe booked the mould there, showing his, his character. But most people, again, you're only as good as what's around you. Salah, unbelievable. Give him what he wants. I mean, what what do you think about it? I just... <laughs> I just can't believe how tight Liverpool are. With wages. It's so tight. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think. I, I mean, it's good from obviously a business point of view, but as a as a fan, you just don't want to be even thinking about losing a, a player of that nature. Have here. you seen the money? But Andy Robertson's on. No, he's he's on Pete. Andy Robertson is probably one of, if not the best left back in the world. Yeah. Yeah? He's, yeah. His work ethic, his fitness, he's tenacious. I love his attitude, and. Is he's on peanuts compared if if you're the best player in your position in the world. You won't pay him for that, don't you? Yeah. But he should be. I I think we've got to give a little bit of credit to his character. I don't think he's ever gone and asked for it. I think he just loves playing football. But he shouldn't have to ask for it. Why should he have to ask for it? I mean, Liverpool should give him it. What yeah? When Either uh, you are exceeding what we wanted you to do is an extra fifty K. I think is thing is though, is like some players obviously they, they warrant the money a bit more because like obviously just look at Jack Grealish for example. He's he's been given a, a big contract at City, but he's a good looking lad. He can use that, you know, what I mean he can go get a nice tan abroad. Andy Robertson can't kind get of tanned. No. He's pasty as fucking you know? he's Scottish. You know ultimately you're giving probably one of the 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 whitest kids ever. He was actually partying with Jack Realish in Las Vegas, Sandy Robertson. Yeah, probably there's there no headlines about him Un, under the under a big gazebo, I imagine. way <laughs> where he's, <just put> <laughs> that he's yeah. standing, he in he's fat to hundred. <laughs> 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 but ultimately, he's probably one of them kids who just thinks that I I, I probably don't need any more money. Mm. He, he's probably a freak of nature really but I'm sure I get that point, but as a club you need to reward your players for performing but maybe obviously you see these contracts don't you and I always think about this I, I wonder what sort of bonus clauses there is in the contracts mm. do you know you get a clean sheet do you get an extra couple of quid in your in your I imagine Yeah. Um. I, I mean that's something that's always always fingered me and I've always thought oh god I I wonder what their sort of their tax relief is you know, when they put in a Swiss <laughs> <laughs> when they go to the full Jimmy card and stick it. Don't tell anybody about it. I think that wraps transfers up, don't you? Anything else you want to touch on? Not really. No, I think one I think last he... thing. Calvin Phillips is he good enough? City? I don't think he is. I, I think I think he's always going to play behind Rodri and not on the pitch. I mean, I mean Rodri comes before him in that position. It depends what route Man City are going to set the team up as well. Um, they could play together. I wouldn't like to see them play together, but I think they've got better options in the middle of the park. He... I'm really glad he's got the move because he's a good player and he's he's going to get the chance to prove himself at the biggest level now, isn't he? He's going to get Champions League football. He's going to get some chances to win some really good trophies. Maybe, maybe he will step up and maybe he will be elite, but at the moment... I don't think he's good enough, but I do think he's got the potential to to get in that team eventually, but at the moment I just think Rodri is too good. What is quite interesting, stat I read just today, is that Phillips has become the 8th highest player at Man City. Now I paid, can, paid player? Paid player okay. at Man City. I can name 10 players that I would class as better than him. <laughs> <laughs> he's done really well for himself. Calvin... When you do listen to this, because you will do, because I'm gonna absolutely blast you. I'm gonna ram it down, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> ram it down your throat. But uh, well done, mate. You've uh, you've been you've been an absolute legend at Leeds, and you 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 will always be welcome back to Leeds as well. Um good luck, I will say. Uh, and on that note, I think we're gonna end. Yep. And wrap up the transfers, aren't we? That's it. Yep. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, follow. All the usual jazz. Um, As as you've seen on Facebook, we've obviously got our own website now, which um, takes you to all the links if you want to listen on Apple or Spotify or Amazon Music or any of the other networks that we're on, available on. Uh, We've obviously cut this one short. We're going to do another episode very soon. Uh, Just kicking off the new fantasy football season, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Uh, Looking forward to that. Biggie's done a team. Uh, I'm going to pull it to pieces. So that should be a good listen for you. Uh, Again, thanks for listening. Good to hear from you. Take it easy.